0: Music and she don't like my clothes Up your nose with a rubber hose I'd like to shove her where the sun don't go Cause we hate school, but we love rock and roll Rock and roll Rock and roll,
1: rock and roll. Rock and roll. Rock and
0: roll. When I come home, I turn my radio on My DJ's playing my favorite song mother
1: yells get off the phone have you done your homework is that radio long Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are from Walnut Kills, California. This is Vandal, the love-handled Drummond, joined at the uh, headquarters of Lucha World with Fredo Esparza. That you're going
0: you to you forget where you were at.
1: <laughs> I'm forgetting a lot of things. I'm half a century <laughs> yes. old now, and my memory is going. There's, you know, I can remember the very first wrestling show I went to in 1973. I remember the finishes of every match. But uh, ask me the last names of all my friends at work, and I'm like, oh, well, uh, there's Lenny, there's uh, there's Nancy, and
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, you know that's gonna happen at some point. Yeah, but it sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's gonna get the podcast is gonna get a lot worse once you start losing your memory.
1: <laughs> or yeah, it's gonna get Actually, a lot
0: worse or a lot more amusing. Or it's gonna be Slam Stand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll just call it Slam and Stand Two. Yeah, there you That's right. Oh, there you go. El Hijo de Stan. Yeah, you know, we were going to do the podcast, what, last week or something? That's right. But... Originally, that's when we... I kind of figured previewing a show on a Thursday night wasn't really... The biggest show of the year for CMLL didn't really yeah, make September much sense. September
1: 14th was the 79th anniversary show yeah. for CMLL. And I think you were wise, especially since one of the beautiful things about this day and age is we can always rely on somebody in the arena to have a handheld camera yeah. to uh, tape the matches.
0: And this time we had two people <laughs> taping the matches.
1: Exactly. It's sweet. I, well, I remember years ago when you and watched... And
0: uploading them. it, more importantly. You used to... You kind of sometimes had somebody show up and record it, but then you'd have to buy a tape or like... Get, DVD <laughs> get the DVD No, not even the DVD, the tape. No, the tape. That's the true. DVD wasn't like...
1: Well, remember... YouTube you know, started, back the late 80s. It was sweet whenever you turned on uh, Galavision Lucha Libre on Sunday afternoon. They were the matches from the previous Friday night. Yeah. And then it was only a matter of a, year of a few years where, you know, you're getting a several week delay on yeah, stuff.
0: One like 2001, 2001, 2002, somewhere Probably. around time. Yeah, it's something recent. Then like now, it's back to normal. Except now you only get like now you get you get 40 minutes of. Of rustling and about, what, 20, 30 minutes of commercials? Of commercials, yes. Yeah, where you're just like, oh, God, when does this <laughs> end?
1: And cameramen who think they're creative who are just annoying the hell out
0: of you by hey, you know, camera shots. Hey, you know, I gotta say this one thing, you know. camera. That's gotta be the easiest job, the best job in the world, the cameraman. Because they're basically just taking camera sh- shots of the ring girls the whole time. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> exactly. Jesus Exactly, they're getting their jollies. Yes.
1: Well, um... One thing that we can say is a real positive is this: this is the first CMLL anniversary show in several years that didn't have some goofy, uh, you know, cage match or. I'm I'm even trying to remember what.
0: I think we've had a cage match at least what three of the last four years. Yeah. Three of the last five years. Yeah.
1: It it it, it seemed like for several years they were just like throwing these together
0: at the last minute the anniversary but i think we're gonna get another cage match if the if the attendance is what, what yeah. it's listed well I, no, I see i don't mind the cage matches if the rest of the card is pretty decent but i mean i was going through the list of stuff and like it doesn't compare to what could happen what might have happened in this last show where you basically have two good matches and then there's people that say that the, there was even an even better match than the two matches that made their way onto the. Now was you know, that the
1: six-man tag with? Uh, was that the Mexico um, versus Japan? Match? I think it was the other one. Okay.
0: Might have been the other one. The women's match, the open. No, <laughs>
1: oh god. You I know? was so shocked they had a women's match. Oh, not you gotta see a women's match forever in Have CMO. you seen
0: the the women's match? There's a women's match on from Cadena 3. Mm-hmm. You gotta look for it. There is this one. There is like this, like two three minutes. Where it just like falls apart. Luna Mahika is supposed to go over the top rope. You know, they take a bump and you're yes. supposed to go over the top rope. Well, she can't go over the top rope. <laughs> so oh she, my just, gosh. she just dangles on it and then just like falls back, back in. Oh, no. And then there's this other spot where she's doing the bulldog headlock. Mm-hmm. And she totally misses grabbing the girl's head.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Uh, th- when we this t- was followed. This was followed by me watching a bunch of women's wrestling from Japan, which you know even <laughs> even made it worse. It's like oh god.
1: Um, yeah, but like we said, there was a, a two fans who uh, taped their proceedings. the proceedings. The two main matches, which were the mask versus mask with um, Ray Kometa and Puma King. Yeah, and the main event Rush versus Terrible and one thing i must say i loved watching the handheld version
0: i think a little more yeah cuz you got a wider shot
1: yeah i loved yeah. seeing that whole panoramic ring shot i i loved especially during the match uh, between ray Kometa and puma king is they were doing these beautiful flying moves mm-hmm. and it's actually more fun to see the whole landscape while they're doing these you know you know me i i bitch and moan about the fancy camera work, or so-called fancy camera work, yeah. and CMLL, you know. But more than that, you know, you have all these really close-up shots of all these beautiful flying moves, and it takes away from how cool they really look. when yeah, because see them from because they states. always
0: end up like sometimes they'll like pan out to like a fan or something, and by the time they get back, the guy's already basically completing the move. Yes, which takes away from it. You know, yes. it, it really does take us. They they can't grasp that we don't really have to take a take a. Get the camera, and every single show that CML does, they do that. They'll take a, they'll they'll go to a cap crowd shot immediately. You know, don't get me wrong. There's sometimes there's some good looking women in the in yeah, attendance, exactly. which I mean, you know, you, it's fine to show, but I mean, you don't have to do it every like. It's like it's like you, they got like like some sort of disease or something where they're just like they can't stay in one, yes, <laughs> one yes. place. yes.
1: Well, one, well, it, it also makes sense if there was a really cool spot or a dramatic point in the match, and then you do a shot of a crowd of somebody reacting. But most of the time, it's not even a shot like that. It's somebody waving at the camera like, hey, looky me, looky me.
0: Yeah, I think it was the, getting back to what you were saying, I think it was the, the Mexico versus Japan match, the trios match. Well, hoping that yeah. will surface soon. Of course, I could be wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, th- I only know what
0: I've heard, but it's not nothing. It's nothing. Now, yeah, it is that one
1: between the two matches that we have seen did you have a favorite and what did you like about each
0: I actually thought the mass match was the one I preferred I, I liked did it too. Yes um, what I liked about it was cuz if you've seen like their build up to that match there was like it the feud re- was well laid out where where they basically had this one spot that you were talking about was your favorite spot where the head scissors to the outside
1: that was sweet
0: where Puma king Catches them and like swings them into swings the into him and the, slams the rail. into the rail. That ha- that had been part of their every single time they faced off. That was part of the match. <laughs> so everybody kind of hoped, you know, maybe this time he won't get hit, and it still happened it to still him. Still
1: happened. It's almost like the Ric Flair
0: bump. Yes, it yes. So it's like, and you know, the other thing is like, I think, I think when 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 you pick one guy that you want, you're rooting for, people think you're you don't like the other guy. Mm-hmm. But Puma King is a really good worker.
1: He is, and I, I gotta say I, I like. See, I didn't see any of the build-up, I, yeah. I have to say, first off.
0: No, but, really.
1: Yeah. Shocker. Shocker. I have not... And we're not talking
0: yeah, shocker. Sure. As, we'll talk as, about shocker later. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's another story. Yes, me,
0: yeah. There's okay. another story right there.
1: Uh, but, you know, I didn't see the build-up. But uh-huh. Watching this match, I loved the chemistry between these two. Yeah. And I loved the timing of a lot of the spots. I mean, they're ones that so easily could have gone awry and made... Or it could have I think you pointed out before we started the show... With a lot of wrestlers, this would have a Some been of spot. the best
0: stuff we say is out before the show. <laughs> exactly.
1: Maybe, maybe before, As soon as I walk through the... <laughs> we should just doors, start recording. <laughs> we should start recording. No, but you know, what you said before the show started is that... Um, there's a lot of wrestlers, this would look like a spot fest. But this was a match where... you, Even if you didn't see the build-up, you could see the grudge between these two guys. Yeah. And, I, I mean, this was just beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that the the, the tornillo off the off the entrance at mm-hmm. the very beginning. That's when you knew right away, yeah. okay, it's going to be a good match. Cuz you know, how many guys do a tornillo <laughs> off the... T- that I mean, I think the the prior to that was probably Mystico jumping off the I think there's been a few guys who have done like a spot off of the at, off the top of the entrance, but it's never been something like a tornillo. No, nothing know? like that. That's got to be a little more the other one where I... Uh, I'd be scared just climbing and stepping down, you know? Oh, totally. I've seen guys totally. where they had the brawls, when they're brawling co- coming down, like, dude, you're, you're gonna fall. Somebody I, somebody I, stay I, down I, there to I, take care of them.
1: Well, the, the in the third fall, the head center scissors from the top turnbuckle that went onto the floor, I was like... When they were about to do... That's the only time when I saw the two of them look a little hesitant. Yeah. And I even cringed a little, like, oh, please let this be okay. That and... Uh, the foiled uh, sunset flip over the top rope to the outside of the ring. The power bomb? Um, not the power bomb. But this was where um, Puma Kune was outside the ring on the apron,
0: uh-huh.
1: and Kometa went to do a, a sunset flip. You know, out onto the outside of the ring, uh-huh. but he loses and crashes to the outside of the ring. And I, I mean, that looked really good. Yeah. But when, when I when I was seeing, I'm like. Yeah, I guess I'm just getting old. And every time I see somebody take take a crazy bump, I cringe. (laughs) Yeah, it looked beautiful, and there was a lot of bumps uh, uh, that looked pretty wild. But you could tell they were protecting each other, which you know to me is a big issue.
0: You were talking about the power bomb off the turn. No, that that other one was a power bomb too. The spot you're talking about was a power bomb. Okay. because he goes for a sunset flip. And Ray, uh, Puma King catches him and drops him. Okay, yeah. It's a powerbomb, too. But um, the powerbomb off the top rope was crazy, too. Because I think... You were telling me that that's... I mean, it looked like he was going to try a different move. Ray Comento was probably going to do something different. Yeah. And then, like... Or... I guess it was more like teasing that he was going to do something different. Mm-hmm. And then he brought him... He, 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 Puma King brought him back inside to do the powerbomb. Yes. And you're telling me that it's it's actually safer to do it that way. Than,
1: <laughs> it yeah. is. One of the biggest surprises when I first started learning to wrestle is when I'd see guys taking really high backdrops, uh, I'd get really uncomfortable. And uh, one of the people I saw doing was Ed Moretti, and it was pretty spectacular because in the same vein as Playboy Buddy Rose, you see this really heavy guy take this really high backdrop yeah. and come crashing down. And... You know, uh, I was one who was saying, oh, I don't think I want to take a backdrop that high, and Moretti was the first person to tell me, no, the higher backdrops are the ones that don't hurt. Yeah. When you try to go forward and land, you know, or just try to take a halfway bump, you know, when you take the backdrop, those are the ones that jar your back and hurt. Yeah. But, yeah, you go really high and, you know, you, you land, uh, you do a nice perfect landing on your back, it's actually a very gentle bump. It looks hellacious. Oh, uh. The other one, I've ever I've never taken a superplex, but I remember Mickey Doyle telling me that... Or
0: uh, a top-rope Frankensteiner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Top-rope Frankensteiner. <laughs> Memories yes, yes. of Arena Paraguay Paraguay, When yeah. What was that guy's name?
0: Poder Infernal.
1: Poder Infernal gave me the...
0: <laughs> he, gave you the, he, he gave you the signal for top rope frankensteiner Shockingly, he did it quite. Yeah, while well, you were still off. young back then. <laughs> I was only 50. You were only 40 like, something. Yeah, 43, 44, yeah. something like
1: that. You yeah.
0: were still spry. You
1: were. <laughs> come on, Negro Casas can do it.
0: Come on, you can do it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, Mickey Doyle told me that the the superplex actually was a gentler landing than a, a straight suplex. Which you know, wow, also surprised me.
0: And, of course, it ends with the Felina. Wasn't it the Felina mm-hmm. that yes. finishes it off? Which I thought was, you know, it's appropriate. You know, it's kind of funny because I thought people kind of already knew that Puma King was going to be the winner. I go on Facebook and this guy's like, I think that, I think that match was fixed. <laughs> I was like laughing. <laughs> I go, oh, dude. He was, a guy from Mexico wrote, I think that match is fixed. And I'm like, dude, do you really realize this is pro wrestling? But, you know, you always think, because you, when you're talking to smart you know, people. most of the people in, here in the US are kind of smart to the business. Yes. It's always refreshing to hear somebody like, I think it was fixed. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> you don't say. No shit. No, you know. <laughs> I think the biggest shocker was that we, when Ray Comenta unmasked, he revealed himself to be Mexican. Because I actually didn't think he was Mexican. Really? No, just
1: kidding. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Don't you know that's the lines
0: of the feeble? He had long hair. You thought, <laughs> There's a shocker. <laughs> you thought it was me. Yes. You yeah. know, but see, I, I actually enjoyed that match, especially because it, it kind of, I thought it elevated both guys.
1: Oh, definitely. No yeah. doubt. And actually what I like between that and the uh, Russian ter- Terrible match is you had really two different matches. You had one match where they're using a lot of technique, you know, and while it is a grudge, they're using every scientific uh you know, move to try to outdo each other, and then you go to Russian Terrible, which is just this blood feud. Where yeah, they're, they're just they slapping just, each other. Exactly. They just they just want to take each other out. Well, oh, they
0: did. They did a couple of topes too. They stole um, Ray Bucanero and Hijo de Fantasma's um, spot, where they where Hijo de Fantasma kept hitting topes on Ray Bucanero outside. Mm-hmm. That happened in that match.
1: Oh, the one thing we I must say we did miss by not having you know. Close up cameras was. I, I know the blood was supposed to be quite. And the, the ring story, girls. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we didn't get a close up of the ring girls. Oh, that's okay. We should have written that on the on the, on the the comment yeah. section of the YouTube page. Yeah, we really. like, yeah. where's the ring girls? That's okay. I just turned it off and went <laughs> you know, to uh, and
1: downloaded the photos of them. That's... Did you
0: know Satanico's daughter is a ring girl? Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> if, I, if I was Satanico, man, I'd be pretty protected. <laughs> She's
0: pretty hot, too. Um, oh, wow. Daniela Lopez. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I was a pro wrestler And one of my daughters Was even in the arena I think I'd get yeah.
0: defensive I laugh when I when I hear about that It's like okay That's kind of That's <laughs> kind of weird You know
1: That is weird Yeah That you know not, I think I'd rather my daughter Be a wrestler than a ring girl i You know
0: I think the ring girls Make more money though uh,
1: uh, Wow Don't they That's even stranger
0: <laughs> Wouldn't they make more money I mean come on They They gotta do more work
1: well, we went to an indie show once where the ring girl was making more than the wrestlers. <laughs> I think $125. Oh, really? Perfectly. Wow. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah so. <laughs> and just
1: for being a ring girl, that's not like a smart-ass remark that she did anything else. Yeah. No, she was a ring girl and made $125 mm. on a
0: small indie show. Mm. Getting back to Russian terribly. <laughs> yes.
1: yes, I love how we stray.
0: Yes. What else were we going to talk about that match? I actually um, thought it was really good.
1: I enjoyed it a lot. I it, I am a huge, huge Rush fan. Even when he was a, greener than he is now, I I was still a huge fan. He's
0: not of that his. green now.
1: No, he he's no, got he's,
0: Japanese experience now. <laughs> having been <laughs> having been to Japan, he's got experience. Isn't that part of the part of the new rule of of pro wrestling? If you go to Japan, you're basically now a, a veteran. It's kind of it's
1: <laughs> like a it's kind of like a. You, you bought enough feed on farms. Yes, to let you know yes, a yes.
0: <laughs> You're <laughs> no, not. I,
1: I I I've been a huge Rush fan for a while. I mean, he, even when you know, even when people were joking about how green he was and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, the one thing I loved is I just I I just he just has a natural feel for the audience.
0: He's just got natural charisma as a heel. Yeah. Like as a bat, like a like a jerk. You know, he's a jerk. He's kind of exactly. he comes off like a jerk. Which is, which is great.
1: What's really cool about him is he's improved a lot. So he's some—he's not one of these guys who, you know, it's not like an Ultimate Warrior thing where okay, I got the charisma.
0: Yeah, I'm just but yeah, can't do shit in the ring. <laughs> this guy can actually do like—he's—he's he's actually doing stuff. Like he can brawl. He throws in a couple of like high flying moves every once in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that, and then he plays to the crowd. Great. Cuts pretty good promos whenever they give him a chance, but. And he's, he never does.
1: He, and he's spontaneous <laughs> with a crowd. Yeah, he yeah. Just, just he reads a crowd yeah. beautifully. That, I mean, that's what I think I enjoy most about him.
0: Yeah, Terrible is actually pretty good too. So, oh yeah. Not yeah. to, not to put him down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not.
0: Yeah. He's um, actually improved too. Like he's actually improved. He, I think he's actually improved more than Rush has. Like over the, like yeah. what he was compared to now. Because I think Rush, mm-hmm. you could kind of see that he was already improving within the last two three years. Yes. Whereas Teribla took that next step. Ever since Tejano left, ever since Tejano left, he's actually been a better, he's been a far more confident wrestler in the ring.
1: Oh, you, you well, could see it.
0: You could see he's he's not dependent on Tejano Jr. I was gonna
1: say, is it a thing where now he gets to stand out? Yeah. Well, remember how when we were when uh, MASA Uno passed away, we were talking about here was a guy who was an amazing worker, yet he was overshadowed just because the trio he was with were even more amazing. Yeah. And he he was kind of in the shadows sometime
0: yeah and I think that's what happened to Tarible because I mean he was good but I think everybody was like Tejano Jr. he's young he Mm -hmm. he should be the world champion we had seen him before as on his own where he was actually really talented yes and Tarible was and you know Tarible, he's he was all right he was he's a good he's a good wrestler he's all right but now it's like okay now he's a heavyweight champion he's he's got a little more he's a good brawler you know he's he's he's, he looks he looks a lot better in the ring Compared to what he looked Mm -hmm. like in
1: the past. I agree. And that was a really good match. Yeah. Real good blood food. Uh, You know, one of the funny things is showing how sometimes even my long-term memory isn't the best. One of the things I was rolling my eyes at when I read the recap of the match is, you know, on the...
0: Uh Oh, Steve Sims is going to get upset. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote the recaps. We're calling you out, Steve Sims. No, no, before I saw the match, when
1: I saw the times... uh, you know, the, the uh, time of the first two falls in each match.
0: You knew like, that with Steve, right? <laughs>
1: there's, okay, hey, hey the, the first fall was, you know, it seems like a lot of the recent uh, the matches, the first and second falls are like three to five minutes, you know? You
0: know, the thing, the, the thing you know, I should this is off topic, but the times, mm-hmm. that's more of an American thing because a lot of the, the guys from Mexico, they don't really keep track they of time. They don't keep time on it? No, they don't keep track of time. But, well,
1: the funny thing, I was saying, why do they do that these days? And then it dawned on me that, wait a minute, 1987, when I saw the Hijo de Santo Necro match, Necro took the first fall in like record time.
0: That's more of an Ultimo Guerrero thing now, though. The, Is the, it short, really? the short fall thing, that's his yeah. formula. That's his formula more. It's of.
1: almost two formula. I mean, yeah. if I. Because if
0: I, I think the first fall was five minutes, the second fall was like three minutes or yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then the last fall was really long. I, I, I have to admit, the first couple of minutes that I saw that match, I didn't think it was as good because I, I oh, read of the Rush, the rush the, Terrible uh-huh. the Rush Terrible I didn't think it compared to anything that Ray Kometa and Puma King did
1: no in fact the first fall of the Rush Terrible match the one thing I will say that first fall
0: I thought it was great like the because the, 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 they were really into it yeah but it like I was like yeah you know this is alright you know because they're because I was like they're going with the same formula that, that they were doing with everything other every other two out of three falls and for falls some match. reason
1: that first fall even though their work was good it, it felt much different than the Kometa versus Puma King it seemed almost like they're saying, "Okay, let's get this fall over with fast and go to yeah, the next round." Yeah. Like, "Bam, bam, bam." Let's then the third fall
0: from. came, and that was really good. That was beautiful, and that's the that's the one difference. Ultimo Girl, sometimes they'll have like a third fall, and it just, it's just <laughs> it just falls flat. For some reason, Ultimo well, I think it's the booking, yeah. the having a little power, kind of. <laughs> or yeah. it's it's or it's just him, you know. Okay,
1: just, now now you know you know how I always how. Uh, <laughs> one of, one of the strange things about me is. Uh, things about me is, uh, on one hand, you know, you know, I, I, I go crazy when people gripe about how wrestling isn't the same as it used to be, and yeah. yada yada yada. But at but at the same time, I find myself seeing what I think worked yesteryear as compared to today, and um, I guess I shouldn't say that what the way they did some of these grudge matches in the past were better, just different, but one of the first things that I thought of when I was watching that third fall, and, you know, not, not re- really being able to see their their juiced heads or anything like yeah. that, but knowing that that's what it was, is uh, I found myself really craving to watch the uh, 1983 anniversary show uh, M.A.S.A. Uno and, Sangre Chican- Sangre Chican- yeah. Chicana, and, you know, and as soon as the rush terrible match was over that's exactly what i did is i you know uh, watched uh the match between sangre Chicana and msa uno and the difference in just a blood feud be- you know between these two matches are just night and day and it, it, i i almost hesitate to say it cuz that's not a knock in rush terrible but just it's done differently these days because they have this blood feud but they're throwing these kind of clever high spots in too, Yeah. which don't get me wrong, look nice. But this is a
0: match where they want to
1: just destroy each how other. How dare you
0: insult these guys? <sighs> yes, <laughs> Batman. But the reason—no, but I know what you mean. By that it—it it, it looks, it doesn't look as
1: yeah. And that, and and and, of the, and again, this this isn't even a today versus yesterday thing, but just how amazing Sangre Chicana. And Una were. As war three, you'd be hard pressed to find two guys who did that match
0: as well as those. The brawling guys. style.
1: Yeah, there were yeah. absolutely. The only thing that could be uh, referred to as a high spot in that match were the topes they did. Yeah,
0: and they and, didn't do a bunch of them. They just did, yeah, like... Yeah,
1: and they were, like, brutal topes. They weren't... It wasn't like they did a series of high spots, yeah. drop, kick out of the ring, then topes. I like, was
0: actually surprised at the number of topes in the Rush Terrible match. I was, too, and they were all I good, was like, too. at least five or six, right? And they were all really good. And not just topes, because I know Rush did, a, like, a, and, like, a senton to yeah, the and outside. Yeah, and
1: it just wasn't one where they hit each other and bounced back into the ring and, and yeah, fly. Yeah, they actually it's did just some pretty like, good stuff. Y- yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, any... Anybody uh, listening to this, just look up the M.A.S.E. Uno versus Sangre Chicana match from the Anniversary Show in 83 on YouTube. It's just a beautiful match. Just the, and again, that's one where the first fall ends almost right away, only because M.A.S.E. Uno blindsides uh, Sangre Chicana, who is a bloody mess at ringside. And the way he just staggers around and is just struggling to get back to his feet... And I think it isn't until, like, the second fall where he finally makes a comeback. And the comeback is just one punch that rocks Uno, and the place pops yeah. like crazy. And to have two guys who can sell, who can have a crowd pop for one punch, no high spots. I mean...
0: Nowadays, you've you got to do everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I,
0: I, Come on, these fans don't... Ex- these fans think it's... Uh,
1: these hey, kids today, they, these they kids need, today. They need
0: more topes. And, you know, hey, you know, growing up, of course, I'm going to love what you know, I grew up. You know, up. the other thing is that with MMA, with the way wrestling was back then, you kind of knew Sangre of could maybe go for like a month to Monterey, mm-hmm. travel the circuit, go around other parts of the country. Whereas now it's like Russian turkeys are going to wrestle like three times, three or four times in the same area. You know, they're going to be in Arena Mexico, they're going to be in Arena yes. they're going to be in Guadalajara, Puebla. So it's like, it's like, and they don't really go anywhere else for a pure, a long, like for a two week, two week trip. So it's like the feud, even if it ends, they're still going to come back and keep doing the same thing. Right. So, it's like, it's like, you know. <laughs> So it's 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 one it's of those just, things. It's just the, the it's a different era. Yeah, yeah.
1: And of course, I'm I'm gonna always like look nostalgically back because that was you know. I love how something I had a passion for when I was younger. But I
0: love how like the last couple of years we complain about CMLL and they still bust out like a bunch of great matches. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> oh, they still they suck and all this stuff, and they still have like a bunch of good. Matches.
1: I know. I I think the quote that we've said the most on this show, and I think on Slam and Stand too, is that we love CML despite of its despite just booking yeah it's I mean, like booking is horrible but the wrestlers are so there's there's a bunch good. of
0: bad matches I'm not gonna deny there's yeah. bad matches because I mean but I mean when you're getting like 10 shows you're getting about 30 40 matches a week oh it's like yes. it's like you're gonna expect you're not gonna get like if you get like one great match out of that that's amazing if you get like five good matches out of that that's pretty good.
1: And who's the Joker who just wants to put a women's trios match on yes. every single TV show? Every single TV let's, show, I Let's swear. complain
0: about that. Um, I was telling you about the, the Titan versus Pulvera match, which yes. is actually, that's another great match. Um, there was that match, the tag match for um, the Arena Coliseo tag team titles in Arena, Mexico, ago. <laughs> it had um, the, the Champs are Fuego and Stuka Jr., who's mm-hmm. pretty good tag team. They were challenged by Namahagwe and Okumura. Mm-hmm. The way they set it up was really great. Where they had a trio's, I think it was a trio's match the the week before, and it was um, I can't remember who they were teaming with, but it was Namahagwe. Okumura was supposed to be in the match. He didn't. He didn't show up. There were a bunch of no shows at that show. He didn't show up. So everybody was like, okay, he didn't show up either. Mm-hmm. But what happened was that he came out at the end to help Namahagwe get the win to set up the the tag title okay. mat- match tag title match was actually really good that's another match you should probably watch and then the 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 match that was pretty good also was Nero Casas versus Angel de Oro
1: and I saw mention of that on the internet somewhere too yeah somebody else was raving about
0: that yeah um, Nero Casas is fucking great
1: he's ageless
0: (laughs) he's he's just he's just fucking great he's just like it's like he's like the one old guy who figured out how to like stick around and still be relevant
1: you you know the reason him and
0: Blue Panther and I think him Blue (coughs) Panther and Black Terry Mm -hmm. Nero Navarro is another guy those guys have figured out how to still put out good matches and still remain relevant with with today's generation of fans.
1: Yeah, they. I mean, they've they've got a formula that's beautiful, and I yeah. I think people, could, I think anybody could learn from that. But one, yeah. they don't base it on just bumping the hell out of each other all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, well, the reason Negro Casas is pretty much my all-time favorite wrestler is the very first time I saw him, what blew me away is I saw him taking these bumps that as i was watching him, i'm saying those bumps look crazy but i can tell
0: he's knows what he's doing you know and he still takes that those bumps every once in a while but he just doesn't do it as often yeah, you know and plus they look crazier than they are and you know the yeah. funny thing about Narakasa is, is here's a guy who actually made his i mean he's in a promotion that's s- serious and stable you mm-hmm. know the the CMLL tradition and he's one of the old guys who comes from that old guard of guys where they're going to be all serious and Yes. You know, you expect them to be really serious. And what does he do? He comes out with a little, a little parrot. and oh, they're, he's, he's dancing He's dancing with them. And, he's and it works. The, yeah. It works with him. It works with him.
1: He's always been the class clown.
0: Yeah. So I it's mean, like, I,
1: I, remember, I remember one of the first years when I went to TJ, he, he uh, uh, was wrestling Tornado Negro. And Tornado Negro beats him in the second fall. And he walks around with this pouty face like a two-year-old yeah. child who just lost his lollipop. And Ari Romero was the second. And Arturo Romero is protesting the referee's decision, shouting. And Negro Costa's is standing next to him, with his head bowed, with his boo boo lip out. And he taps Romero on the shoulder and he points to the dressing room. <laughs> I want to go back. I don't want to wrestle anymore. Romero is screaming at him. And that's great. It's like he's a great technical wrestler who has no problem with being a class clown too. Yeah. I mean, he's he's he just does it all. Yeah.
0: Just just uh.
1: And similarly, like Negro Navarro, Solar. I mean. Guys Solar's who, another guy. I mean, th- those His, guys, those are guys who mix enough technical yeah. work and almost like... You there's know, a
0: documentary on him. He's going to be part of documentary documentary. Really? Uh, yeah, on, I think, PBS.
1: The one on the 28th? Yeah, the 28th. Okay, I want to see that.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of documentaries going out right now.
1: <laughs> well, 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 the things about the Negro Navarro, the uh, Solar... He's actually in the documentary. I think, you, he, I think s- he is. When king. you see these guys who do a lot of technical wrestling, it's r- beautiful to watch. It's great stuff. It gets over... And it doesn't tear apart the body.
0: No, it doesn't. You know, the funny thing, I, I still love the Negro Navarro match where he wrestled Nicho, <laughs> And Nicho brings in, like, weapons and stuff. Oh and Negro God. Navarro just chokes him out. <laughs>
1: it's like, oh, that's it's awesome. like one of the,
0: from last year, that's actually one of the funnier. Wasn't a very good match. But I mean, just the fact that he chokes him out was probably the funniest thing. <laughs> and you know, Nietzsche's being, you know, he's, he's a pro, so he he sells it like he's actually. Kind of you
1: know, like the Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark when, when there's the swordsman flinging the sword at Indiana Jones and he yeah. pulls his gun and yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that kind of like that, where <laughs> it's like, and Navarro just chokes him out. It's like, okay, that's it. <laughs> you know, we were talking about all these other anniversary shows. I think this one actually might be like one of. I think this one, once it actually. We get more of it that airs. I think it'll end up being one of the better ones. Because I was going through the list of the last 10 years of it. And it's like, fuck, some of these shows were horrible. (laughs) <laughs> oh, there were some bad ones. There were some like, like there were some stuff where like I could barely like. The, the, there was like the the cage match. The ones that were headlined by cage matches were really bad.
1: Yeah, and and a lot of times it sounded like they were planning on doing something else with the main event, but at the last minute they're saying, "Oh well, let's just
0: yeah." The, the let's blue, just have a cage match. The Blue Panther Viano Five tournament. One. I actually do remember that because it actually had a CMLL versus TNA type of trios match at the bottom of it.
1: I feel silly because I actually. um... I forgot that was... I remember that match well, but I forgot it was the anniversary show. Yeah. I, I thought it was...
0: There's actually, There was actually like three or four different CMLL versus TNA. It was like a big feud before they quit dealing with them. Yes. And... I, I think they probably told... I bet they told CMLL, we want you guys to, to book Jeff Jarrett. And they were like, fuck no. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, we want... You know, that's the big difference between CMLL and AAA. Mm-hmm. AAA will take practically anybody because they actually they kind of have an understanding what these because it's story they're, they're more story driven yes so they'll bring in abyss jeff jerry whereas cml wants their junior heavyweights the lighter weight guys mm-hmm. to work with their lighter weight guys on their side so it's like
1: well i, I, I guess that's why i haven't watched much triple a you know it's not that i dislike triple a but if i have so much time i love my i don't lucha. you know
0: the problem with right now with, with lucha mm-hmm. there's so much of it i don't i i don't think there's any there's it would be difficult to expect people to watch every show.
1: Yeah, it's like the quandary that MMA is if, in right if now. If you're not the Cubs
0: fan, Rob or myself,
1: <laughs> or Chris
0: Zellner, or Dr. Lucha... You really not watch I don't think you're watching every show or like If it
1: people- was if it was And I
0: don't even think we watch every show. No, so- I
1: think if it was a little over 20 years ago I'd yeah. be in Hog Heaven. I'd be watching lucha all the time, but yeah. over the years I've gotten some other interests and so I have to kind of like Like
0: porn. You're watching oh, porn. Oh damn.
1: Straight. Yes, yes. What's more beautiful than porn?
0: <laughs> <sighs> it's that basketball you're watching now. <laughs> you're watching a lot of basketball. You're watching a lot of sports, like Brian Alvarez.
1: That's right. That's right. You know gonna, how much I love sports. You're gonna
0: start comparing El Dandy's possibilities into the Hall of Fame, like right. like um, some like some baseball player that you've only oh, like.
1: Yeah, you know, there's progress. I know who Kurt yeah, is now. Running, I mean, there I you have, go. One year ago, I didn't. Yeah. But, um, but uh, now we heard different stories on what the attendance was.
0: You heard different stories than I heard. Well, I know. All I know is that they reported that it was eight thousand five hundred plus like three thousand going yeah. in for free.
1: And I heard, I heard another source saying it was like twelve thousand to fourteen thousand.
0: And I heard seventeen thousand. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was. I think it was somewhere around eleven. I I I think it is the eleven to twelve. Yeah. Somewhere in that. But who paid? That's the entirely different. Yeah. Story.
1: Because it, it seems like up until the last couple of.
0: Years is when the tennis
1: really started dropping for the anniversary shows. Although it's still shocking how some still drew. Even, yeah. Some lackluster I, made it's advance. weird
0: because some, some shows draw really well, but it kind of seems to be like a seasonal type of thing. Because I was noticing like it was Pue- Puebla. Mm-hmm. When you watch Puebla, like <laughs> the last show, we'll talk about this later, but they had a show where they, they showed the show from like a week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And they showed one from August. The August portion of the show was packed. Pueblo was packed. the The whole building was packed. That's like, it's a couple thousand that fit in there, right? And um, the, the the follow up show in in September was like like maybe like fifty people in attendance, (laughs) you know, within the area. And then there's like another two hundred people in the in the the cages. (laughs) funny. Which I mean, it's like it. I think it's more of a. I think it. I don't know. It kind of. I think wrestling's just like. Not as hot as it used to be. So Yeah, this is true. You never know what will attract people.
1: And it, it makes me wonder, you know, we haven't really combed the history too deeply. I wonder if they've ever gone through a dry spell like this before. I so, think the
0: mid-90s injuries. were probably similar, weren't they?
1: Yeah, when, well, when the economy I think the, went bust. I
0: think Steve said that was like, there was a show that had like 4,500 yeah. for one of the anniversary well, shows. Well, you know,
1: we hear about a lot of the glory days, 40s, 50s stuff. I wonder if at any time during... Those years, yeah, was there a, a, an era we didn't hear about where they just kind
0: of probably back when Abraham Lincoln wrestled,
1: wrestled Jack Armstrong, Jack Armstrong, in the, yes,
0: in Arena, Arena Mexico, <laughs> the, or, or the the or, well it was Arena Mexico. <laughs> we'll call it Arena Mexico <laughs> Abraham <laughs> Lincoln versus Jack totally, Armstrong, totally at
1: Arena Yes.
0: Arena Paraguay in front of twenty five people.
1: <laughs> no, I, I it got me curious because I was looking over. Uh, the history of the anniversary shows on the internet.
0: I love, I, I should mention, did you notice people were saying Atlantis had been like in 30 consecutive anniversary shows or something? That was like the thing.
1: God, how old is he? 65 or
0: something? No, well, I mean, it's possibly, 30 Consecutive? it's possible, well, 30 is possible. He's been around for that long. Yeah. But um, it isn't 30. Yeah, I don't think, no. it's. It, he's missed a few, so <laughs> he I doesn't know, have
1: However, a, he's been, he's been...
0: He's been there a long time. I yeah, think.
1: he's, had some significant Well, he's roles. basically
0: a C- the CMLL guy. He's Mr. CMLL.
1: Yeah, and he... And as I was looking over the history of the shows, he had f- several very significant roles in anniversary shows. And, uh-huh. of course, the... Uh, not... It wasn't the anniversary show, but he had the match with Viano Tercero, which was... You know, I, I, I think one of the most prolific mask matches in the last 15 years. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I'm just a little stumped that he's not a shoe in for the Hall of Fame. The the other guy is. Yes,
0: what Hall of Fame are we talking we're about? We're talking
1: about the Wrestling Observer <laughs> Hall of Fame.
0: That's a joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. We gotta. We gotta put him in the WWE. Yes, Hall the of WWE
0: Fame. Hall of Fame, where mm-hmm. they'll have they'll have Atlantis come out and stutter <laughs> in front of 100,000 people. Like, I, I think it'd be better if they uh,
1: if if. Hijo de Santo came out and accepted an award and it was dubbed in English like the old K. Gordon Murray <laughs>
0: movies, you know, and have K. I, I was it. laughing because I, I don't know. Well, I think we did a show where we were talking about Toscano <laughs> making the Hall of Fame. Yes. The <laughs> WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, come on. He could make it. You never know. He made it on. Uh, he was on. I don't think they even have those tapes anymore of the Super Astro shows. Probably not. <laughs> those are probably like the shows that they got rid of.
1: I'd love to see them.
0: <laughs> you never saw Super Astros? No, I didn't. Oh. No. It was um, a great show, like, for the first couple of weeks when it was all Mexicans with a couple of Puerto, Puerto- uh-huh. Ricans. Then they went to, like, all these other guys. And I was like, eh.
1: Kind of died, huh? Yeah,
0: kind of died when it was Barico to Barrico time. Well,
1: the, the other guy that I, I, as I was looking through the history of the anniversary shows, one of the guys who really fit in uh, to a lot of those shows, in uh, especially in the 80s, was Sangre Chicana. Hmm. And he's another one if we're talking Hall of Fame, because I know this is the time of year
0: we all talk Hall of Fame. And he, Has he even been mentioned? I don't
1: think he's been mentioned. And he's some guy, as I was looking, I'm saying, well, why isn't this guy...
0: Meltzer's biased. I don't know if you knew this. My God. he did not have words with he him. He hates Sangre Chicana. You know what? It I goes, challenge it Brian... Goes, it goes back to the days when Sangre Chicana stole Dave Meltzer's lunch in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> It's possible they could have crossed paths in Texas. This is true. This I'm is pretty sure kind of has been to Texas. What was the
1: name of that town he lived that, that Meltzer lived in in Texas? I'm trying to remember.
0: Lubbock. Not Lubbock. <laughs> it had two words. El Paso. I do El Paso. El Paso, Cripple Creek. Uh, um, um, the, the Double Cross Ranch. He lived in the Double Cross Ranch. <laughs> 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 that, I would laugh. Like. Him and Terry Funk. You could see him like standing back behind Terry Funk as he's cutting a promo. <laughs> How long did Dave live in... Um, I think it was just like about a, couple a year. Of like a year. I'm pretty sure that's why he doesn't have.
1: God, I'm going crazy trying to remember that yeah. town. <laughs> Wichita Falls. Wichita Falls. Wichita Falls. I thought I knew it near
0: Waxahachie.
1: Waxahachie and was that near Waxahachie? It no is. I think it is. My Wichita geography's so bad. Wichita
0: Falls. I think that's the. There's a college there that's pretty good. I think.
1: Oh, does it work in
0: basketball? Not in. I was going to say.
1: I was going <laughs> to ask, would you have attended there if you had stayed in Texas? No, I think
0: that's like in near Dallas, isn't You're it? it? You were the
1: one who paid Sangri Chicana yes, to steal I, his yes, lunch. Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> I did.
1: at heart. but no, Sangri Chicana. I mean, he's one guy I actually want to start digging up more old footage yeah. of. I, I mean, I, I saw him several times in Tijuana. You know the thing.
0: Was, you know, I think what holds against what, what holds against a lot of luchadors mm-hmm. is that. They stay around for a long time, and when TV hit, that's Mm -hmm. when they all kind of fell apart. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Like, Saranji kind of wasn't as good. I mean, by by about 92, 93, he really wasn't that great. Uh, Yeah. That was about the time when he was pretty much going towards the other side of not being as great. And then, um, is the same. Yeah, very Uh, true. I think Dandy, what goes against El Dandy is, um the whole WCW thing. But I think that's going to change a bit because Mystico's not
1: having...
0: I guess, he's not having a very good time with and that's, WWE. And that's, I think that's
1: ridiculous to hold it against somebody who goes yeah. to a territory and they just... Well, like Park. Them. I mean, Alley Park. Yeah.
0: I know when I wrote that, I wrote an article on um, The Observer like last year mm-hmm. where I basically said I wouldn't have voted Alley Park last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Completely changed. I would vote for him now.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because he's
0: really... I mean, his time in AAA has really been... He's pretty much owned that promotion. This is true. So it's... That's different, but you were saying about Sangre Chicana and the anniversaries.
1: He's somebody I just want to see more of. I mean, there there is significant footage of him on YouTube from the mid '80s when he mm-hmm. was still quite the worker. Um, I, you know, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but man, I know there's a lot of stuff out there that we just we gotta
0: have. go. We gotta go to Mexico and hunt the down.
1: That's right, but I for know there's a lot of stuff from the '70s, '80s that
0: just hasn't surfaced yet. The '70s, there's a guy who owns the footage. I was told this. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that owns the footage, but he won't share it. Wow! You have to pay him, but he's not. He's not doing it. I don't remember his name, but so he he did, so he he, did the doc. There, the, the, there was like a like a documentary or a special on lucha. Mm-hmm. A lot of footage came from him.
1: Really? So he would sell it technically, or but it. he's
0: asking for a lot of money for it. Wow.
1: Okay, well, here's hoping I get independently wealthy because I know what I'd do with it. Yeah, um, it's it's
0: one of those story, It's one of those trading things. I heard about it through mm-hmm. a couple of different people people that are that aren't in trading and some people that are in, yeah. in trading that have said that they know people who have footage that are waiting for somebody to pay it. And it's like, yeah, you know, you're not going to get any money now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: It's like, I hate to break Kinda
1: this. Kind of thing. like the Bill Watts, what was in the family kind of like holding on to that stuff. Yeah. And really sell but out. see,
0: I think they, they were making money off of it. Yes. Their problem was that they, they kept selling it at a, at a high price. And that, once the internet kind of, once YouTube, DVD, download, torrents, mm-hmm. all this stuff came up, there was no, there wasn't going to be more sales at twenty five bucks a pop for a DVD. You <laughs> this know, this is true. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna lose all that. That era
1: is gone, yes, way yeah. gone, baby. It's, it's. I'm the only nut who would pay for something from Mexico. Like I
0: think that. what they would have done, what they would, what they should have done is maybe done something where they, they would have lowered the price, or maybe even like done like document ship, loan mm-hmm. the, loan the footage for people to do the, like. A, Mid-South History of Mid-South or something but I think WWE is going to do a better job with it anyway. probably because yeah. they have Jim Ross Michael Hayes yeah um, Ted DiBiase yeah that's going to be sweet. so they're going to have enough people where they could talk about it at some point they're going to sell it mm-hmm. it's still it's still in the legal if
1: I were to win the lottery which isn't going to happen because I don't play the lottery yes seriously that's what I'd do is I'd be trying to hunt down hunting down wrestling footage which I know there's a lot of other eccentric people like me who would probably do the same thing if yeah. they uh
0: <laughs> and then, Didn't and then, and then Elena would tell you you're crazy And kick you out of that
1: <clears throat> No, because we'd be filthy rich Oh, that's true, that's you true You wouldn't have to worry you would,
0: about ple- you, would, you would let her do what she wanted to yeah, do Yeah, exactly with she'd,
1: probably have, she'd probably have something equally insane in her uh, life Besides <laughs> just an insane husband Insane husband <laughs> Yes, yes um, But yeah, there, there's, a, there's a ton of stuff from Mexico I would love to see if Yeah I, uh, You know well, who knows? We can wish, we can dream. Occasionally we find something like, I think it was about a year ago, when a 1930s match from Greece featuring Jim Londos versus Cole Aquariani. But it went on YouTube, though. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, you know, not so much the whole There's a lot of stuff, aspect. yes,
0: and that's the difference. There's a lot of stuff that goes onto YouTube
1: mm-hmm.
0: quicker than you'll ever see on... There's, that's, there's some stuff that you won't even know... That's right. on YouTube. That never made its way into the tape trading. But
1: and I guess my question on that is, is, to the best of my knowledge, at least the few people I've talked to said they didn't even know that that match existed, that yeah. that match took place. And boom, here it is on
0: YouTube. Yeah. Do you
1: think it's somebody who just said, oh, I found an old wrestling match?
0: It's like that, that Jelly Beans guy. Remember, he doesn't trade. Uh, yes, and he came out of nowhere. Yes. He's gone now. I think he's gone. Isn't he gone? Is he gone? I haven't seen anything like uploaded by him.
1: Well, I hope he didn't take his stuff down because for those of you out there who wonder who Jellybeans is, it's a local guy in Southern California who had a VCR when they were still kind did of. Did you
0: actually talk to him or like somebody?
1: No, just I could tell oh. from the time he takes yeah, yeah. stuff. It was when a number of people had VCRs. Because I know, still, I know,
0: I think Bix actually Bix or somebody he knows asked him if he would trade.
1: That's right. And I remember. I don't yeah. know if it was Bix, but I remember yeah. somebody asking him, and he said, "I don't trade."
0: Yeah.
1: But um. He had a lot of stuff from like 1981, when a number of people had VCRs, but they were still quite a luxury. I mean, I remember if I got a tape, I would have to find a friend who had a VCR.
0: Yeah. Um, and nowadays, everybody has like a computer, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I,
1: I remember back then, VCRs were going yeah. for like what 500 bucks. Yeah. You know? But uh, so this guy Jellybeans taped a lot of Southern California stuff that
0: nobody else nobody had.
1: Nobody else had. He's the only person I know who had a match featuring the monster uh, yeah. versus Mario Valenzuela.
0: So and he still is around because you've actually posted that video a few times, and I haven't. Yes, seen I it, have. I haven't seen him update. Maybe it's because I have update to. I, I subscribe to so many YouTube channels. Right, right. Like, my one of the guys in Mexico. He does so many like updates that it's like, fuck, dude. He he did one update like over a span of one week where he updated. He uploaded like three hundred matches. Uh, matches mm-hmm. individually within a span of a week. I was like, "Holy shit, dude! Wow! Like, are you not gonna like do something else? I don't know how they do this stuff. I can't like I have had people ask me to like do torrents and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I don't seriously. Have time. I'd have to be. Some, I don't have time to do. I'd that have stuff. to be like,
1: somebody who didn't have to work. Yeah, you know, it's for, like, to be able to do that. kind there, of There there
0: is a big difference between doing like a tape and a DVD. Like even doing DVD when you compare to tape. Mm-hmm. The great thing about tape was that you could put your tape two hours. You could go. Fucking go to the supermarket, mm-hmm. come back, it'd still be recording, yes. and and you'd be done. Mm-hmm. It'd take longer, but then you knew the people would actually wait. Nowadays, it's like fucking people want shit like right away, oh, and then everything's then it's like in real time. Yeah, so it's it. like it's like it's like and then everything finishes so fast. So you're basically working faster now. It's like well, and
1: people are it's people are, it's, have it's, such short attention spans. I'm yeah. sure if they if they had a twenty match. 20-minute match on tape, they say, okay, how can I watch this in 10 minutes, you know? Yes, yes. Come on, I gotta get going, I gotta do something <laughs> they can here. They
0: fast-forward through the thing, too. Yeah, it's like...
1: but one of the things Jelly Beans recorded in 1981 is, uh, very few people know that, there was actually local uh, uh, TV on Channel 18 here from the Olympic Auditorium that was taped, uh, I believe it was every Friday. Oh, wow. And what is great, you know, you've heard me endlessly talk about the local boys in the Hadco Plaza days and uh this tv show featured they, they featured stars from Mexico but they also uh featured a lot of our local boys uh Falcon Day Oro, Al Marietta, Loverboy when they were young and in their prime. Wow.
0: You know uh all these guys I saw the show that looked. And the like
1: show actually—that's some, <laughs> something we haven't mentioned—is
0: uh, yes. all these guys who looked like they were like already basically.
1: Oh, exactly. You know, uh, we we were part of a reunion show on August 26th in uh, Los Angeles, a uh, place called Las Chavez Cafe. Uh, it was a reunion show with all the old local boys and the present local boys too. Uh, it was one of the most enjoyable shows I've worked in years. I mean one it was fun just seeing all these guys from Hatco Plaza I used to watch and a number of guys that I got to work with and haven't seen in many years uh, biggest disappointment was Al Marietta and Chakal Rivera weren't My able point. to make it but Gory Chavez is, a, is one of the guys who was there and he's one of the ones who it's really frustrating that when Hatco Plaza was in its glory days none of those matches were videotaped it's just that's, yeah. that was from like the mid
0: 70s to see now compare that nowadays where like Practically, like there, there are indie shows here that maybe ten people attend. And they're, online. Yeah, exactly. they're online. They're online. There's yes. backyard in high qual, in high definition.
1: <laughs> backyard matches on trampolines yes. probably get
0: more high uh, definition uh, yeah.
1: too. But Gory Chavez was a guy who, unfortunately, I I don't think he ever made the TV when it aired in 1981. Uh And I have some tape of Gory Chavez in the early 90s, but by then. He was older, he's heavier, and he had a lot of injuries. Yeah. And when you see him work, you could tell he was a well-trained worker, but he just couldn't Go. do what he did. And when I saw him in 1981, it, when I went to my first Hacko Plaza show, you know, I see this kind of a, uh, you know, self, kind of pudgy guy get in the ring. I'm saying, oh, this guy's going to be great. And this guy was just a, just a flawless worker, just just something to behold, you know. He didn't look like a wrestler at all. He he, you know, he looked kind of like a a pudgy kid. Yeah. But this guy moved like a dancer. I mean, and his high spots were flawless. And so, yeah, you know, I wish the VCR thing happened about ten years earlier.
0: I always laugh because I I think we all try to figure out when the VCR era started. It's like because there's some stuff that pops up and you're like, when did this first? when, when was the first VCR? It's like, yeah. That and, be like in sure 74 what? or 75, wasn't it?
1: I remember like in 1973, um, our local library had a VCR yeah. and it was the Wonder Instrument. And I remember the first thing I asked my mom, I wonder if they'll tape wrestling. <laughs> and my, one of my brothers overheard it said, they would not tape that trash. Look, they have Masterpiece Theater. They have. You think they're going to tape wrestling? <laughs> and then... Um, it seems like when you get tapes, usually they're not the best quality because they're taped off, you know, just straight antenna TV, not cable. Yeah. It seems like it's around from 1977 on. Is when, when it seems you start like, seeing
0: like the higher quality. Yeah, like
1: the the oldest LA stuff generally you see from a personal collection is. And you know that person had
0: to tape like in two hour SD yeah. mode or something. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. Probably. That looks really nice. Yeah, it looks really nice and. Like how come my stuff doesn't look that good? It's like six <laughs> hours, it's got like six hours. The the the, 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 the film is all ripping to shreds.
1: Um, but yeah, the yeah the nostalgia show we went to uh, um, was really fun, and it it was great seeing Gory Chavez. I, I one of the workers... I never got to work with him unfortunately. I did get to work with Al Marietta.
0: Yeah, you worked with the undercard guys, didn't you? Yes, uh, well, Like the like well, actually the American usually. Guys. Uh, the some American are, guys, like some of them, are, like Greg Riga, Oh
1: yeah, they'd have me work with them. But uh, Antonio would also put me on with the local Mexican guys. Usually the opening matches, but occasionally I would get to work with somebody like Al Marietta. and just like Superboy, Al Marietta was one of my heroes. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite teams was Al Marieta and Gory Chavez, because you uh, um you have Al Marietta, who's like looks like this pistolero who like walked out of a spaghetti western instead of getting shot by Clint Eastwood he takes away his gun and makes Clint Eastwood eat the gun or something like that <laughs> just this bad motherfucker and Gory Chavez who just has this like was a rudo but just had this sweet face like this yeah. like like looks like the you know the kid who gets a's you know a's in school but you know you know turn around he back backhands you but was a very both those guys were really nice guys especially Gory Chavez and if you're wondering why I'm going on and on about him, he's, he's one of the guys who kind of put in a good word for me when I started learning Lucha and when I was getting on some of the shows. Uh-huh. He'd say, yeah, this kid's okay.
0: Oh, wow. He didn't hate you. <laughs> he
1: <laughs> he was not hate he, he didn't. He didn't hate the gringo. <laughs> exactly.
0: He actually liked the gringo. I was going to mention... Um, we got to talk about AAA.
1: Yes. Because there's and, a couple of
0: things that are, are going on in AAA tell us that you don't have you that i know nothing you about you know nothing about well um their most recent show recent taping they had um they basically they you know they they always have this love and this love story going on between the apaches and various mm-hmm. a variety of wrestlers over the years now they have fabby tagging with cuervo mm-hmm. i think they're like an item now and i don't know if it's just storyline or if it's but, um, well,
1: as wrestling history have it, usually when you have a love story that happens in storyline, it usually streams out into real life.
0: Yeah, later. So, <laughs> so usually we're, we're usually used to Fabi being the the, the the Apache sister that the guys are fighting over. Mm-hmm. Well, now this time around, it's uh, Mary Apache. Ah. She has a love interest, and his name is Halloween. Ah. Halloween um, at the show brought flowers for her during one of their matches. It was, I think it was Gran Apache and Mary versus Fabian Cuervo. hmm And after the match, he asked, you know, if they wanted, if he get together with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and she turned him down.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> she turned him down, which made, the, 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 there's a pic, there's, if you go on my Facebook, the cover photo of it. Yes. Is uh, Halloween, like, crying. <laughs> 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 it's so awesome. Oh, that's wonderful. So basically, that's, that's a new angle. Which, of course, everybody immediately complains because it's basically the same Fabby versus, you know, Fabby love affair. Like, you know, it's the whole yeah. Apache love affair angle going again.
1: Yeah, but I guess... And that's uh, great. It's something to do say, with the does it, get together with, does it get over with the crowd?
0: I'm pretty sure it's going to get over then with the crowd. Then if it
1: gets over, it gets over. It's just
0: starting, so it's, it's going to be one of those things that I'm guessing it's going to be part of the storyline moving now, if they forward they just
1: work pimpinela in it i give it a full song yeah
0: so. pimpinela and like <laughs> drago now now, yes! she's, now she's in love with dragons <laughs> pimpinela has a crush on dragons <laughs> uh, and then the other big thing, story in the was this is this is what offended a lot of people mm-hmm. el consejo which is the spoof group yes in AAA of cmll which has Tejano Junior? Tejano Junior wasn't there. He was, i think he was in a, at another show. But it was dos Osmeña Junior? Who's <laughs> I, I think he—I think Rob kind of found that he might have been in CMLL just like briefly, mm-hmm. but not for a long stretch of time. They had um, they had him bring out um, a little mascot called Ke Changuito which is basically little monkey yes which is basically a spoof <laughs> of Kemonito. <Que> monito <laughs> so the internet people got everybody online was like oh these guys they're aren't, aren't isn't triple a innovative <laughs> like, aren't they supposed to be innovative and in coming up with first yes it's like it's a parody of the whole like cmll like they they're gonna they're gonna have they gotta have their midget you know yes their little mascot it's like so that's the that's the those are the two big stories out of Triple awesome. A. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> that's all that's going on in Triple A. I'm sure there's more stuff going on in Triple A. But um,
1: but those are the key angles. I love it.
0: Yeah the the whole
1: that's my kind of promotion.
0: The whole um well see nowadays right now what they're planning is they're they're setting up their Eros Eros Immortales show in mm-hmm. October, which of course now they're actually adding another TV show too. So
1: so there is a lot of well, there's a lot of Lucha TV in, well, in right addition now, to a lot of wrestling TV in general. Yes,
0: with Lucha right now, there's, well, CMLL, we basically I've got television, Cadena Tres, Fox mm-hmm. Sports, Guerreros That Ring on 52MX. Then you have the Terra.com show. The
1: live feed, right? The live
0: feed. You have Guadalajara, Las Luchas. You have Puebla
1: mm-hmm.
0: in, on TVC Deportes. But now I think you have a. a I think, I'm not sure if that's still going on. But for sure, now you're getting Puebla on Estrella TV, which is a channel that you could get on some some U.S. cable stations. And so it's satellite. almost like you
1: could have five TVs and watch nothing but
0: CMLL all day and all night. That's eight M L shows. And I thought
1: Dana White was crazy.
0: Yeah, I think there might be another CMLL show. I'm not sure. <laughs> I lost count. And then now, you have AAA that's on regional and national televisa mm-hmm. in Mexico. There's, That's two shows. But then now you're gonna get a, a show on TVC Deportes. Mm-hmm. That's their third show. It starts with the 9:30 mm-hmm. show, and um, IWRG is getting. They have now they're gonna get two shows. Oh. So what is that? That's eight, about thirteen shows. Oh my <laughs> thirteen. God. Oh, now and then there's the Arena uh, Coliseo show, Yaves y Candalos. That's fourteen. There's uh, Mundo de Lucha Libre. There's fifteen. There is a show that is going to start called in Yucatan. I don't know what it's called. That's 16. DTU claims they have a TV show. Now, the Yucatan 17. one... 17. Hold on, let me finish. Okay. There's IWL is saying that they're going to have TV. That would be 17, I think, or 18? 18. 18. 18? Yes. And I think there might be something else. But go back to the Yucatan. And- Yucatan. Uh. Is this an indie group? Is this... I don't know I think it might be indie and local uh, indie local guys and um, maybe some other group mm,
1: I'd be curious yeah. just to see something different yeah uh,
0: it's you know it gets it's nothing we'll trust me it's nothing it's not yeah, yeah once you start it's getting not like, it's not like the old days no, not like the old days What what, I, what I you know what I always dug when you brought that tape of Guatemala because yes. it looked it looked you know what it looked like it looked like 1970s Alabama <laughs> it did it was it looked, a TV like, the Alabama. It looked it was, like the Alabama show from like 1970
1: it was a TV studio taping and really good workers.
0: Yes. I mean, Jorge. Um, what was that guy's name? Jorge Mendoza. Jorge Mendoza.
1: They call him the perfect wrestler. Yes. And when you saw him, you saw this really old guy, and you said, "Perfect wrestler." But when he started going, man, he. I put it on my YouTube page. Yeah, too, that so. that's worth checking out. Yeah. Uh, well, w- one thing I remember when, I remember when I very first was in contact with Conan in 1989. I remember one of the things he's telling me. You should see all over Mexico the local boys. He says it's not just the tijuana local boys that are good he says there's local boys in every region that will blow your mind
0: yeah and it's true
1: and i has, has that kind of dissipated over the years or is, you read, my, read
0: my article i wrote on the five on the rise i have not i wrote like about the top five guy young guys that are mm-hmm. moving up which kind of changes now because <laughs> Cometa <laughs> lost, the well, last but right. he, he's still he's still up there he's 29 years old so he's still up there um but it wasn't really the young guys just new guys getting a new new chance you know but I mean there's Nama from Japan Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot like I I only wrote five but then I started writing like at the top a couple of other names that I could have mentioned and I was like and then what about this guy and I kept thinking oh this guy too this guy too there's there's a lot of talent in Mexico.
1: Yeah, well, that's why when I said it's there's, hard something, there's something from Yucatan, I would be curious to see if it's just something local where they have local guys. You, you know, it might be a nice surprise. Yeah, you but never
0: know. There's I always, don't get my
1: hopes up well, but still.
0: Well, um, AAA had a show where they had, like, local guys from one of the parts of the. Mm-hmm. where they went. And they had, like, these guys who were pretty good. We couldn't figure out their. You know, it took a while to figure out their names, but right. you know, once you figured it out, they were actually pretty good. Conan has actually been really good at getting a, a lot of new talent. Mm-hmm. In AAA. And you know, it's kind of funny because I know when he first got there, mm-hmm. he was like, he was, real, he didn't like the workers that were there. And he was talking about how he wanted to bring in better talent. And his idea of better talent was US indie guys. Yes. Which was like the wrong way to exactly. go with it. And now he's like bringing in like a lot of the Lucha guys. That's that cool. he's seen that like, they're pretty good. He, he actually, they actually scouted guys in um, Canada. <laughs> and they, they found mean? this guy who does like these, this, this big chubby dude. Mm-hmm. Who does a lot of good spots. Oh, cool. So it should be, be... They're doing a lot more now.
1: That's cool. I know I've said this before, but, you know, AAA is something I've neglected and... Uh, among other things. Among other things. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'll, you, know, you know, what I get on... Did time, you watch WWE? Oh, that's another thing. You know what? To I dvr it because a friend of mine at work on, on Tuesday said, did you see WWE? And I said... And I said, no, but I saw some dumbass infomercial for Subway that featured wrestlers on it. Yeah. He didn't tell you anything about it? No, he told me about the Sin Cara <laughs> yes. video match. And he was like, and he's a guy who usually comes in and says, eh, it's just Ross, same old thing. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, Umberto, and then he, but he said, he told me you have to see the, uh, the tag match. and so Forget about the tag
0: match. you got to hear JBL. You have to hear JBL... Oh, talk
1: about the CML. He told me about that, too.
0: great. It was so fucking... Because everybody immediately starts like, oh, my God, how did... You know, people start... You go on Twitter and people are just, oh, how does this guy not tell the difference between CML and AAA? And then they're like, well, he's in WWE, would expect... JBL's been around the block. You know, he's not a guy who's just been in WWE. He's a guy who's traveled Mexico, Japan, all these other places. He knows the difference between CML and AAA. Right, right. And it's like, but I... I was laughing because the way he said it when people were... because he said it on the pay-per-view mm-hmm. and the way he was saying it, it kind of sounded like... Did it stop recording? No, it's good. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it sounded like... It sounded like he was like totally... like It was like, a, like he totally fucked up or something. But then when I heard it on Raw, it's like, no, he's fucking with everybody. He's trolling everybody. He's, right. Because there's no way... Like he said, Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara, two former CMLL world champions <laughs> or... It was CML because that, that, before that was AAA. Yeah. These are two former CML World Champions. Like, dude, they they they've never they they. There's a weight
1: class you know,
0: in Mexico. You
1: you you and I both know that if if the two of us were
0: able to, we would be laughing at. Them if day. if
1: we were able to get a hold of a microphone on a TV show,
0: we'd say things just to fuck with the internet trolls. Yeah, <laughs> we just it, for kicks. It, it it was so funny because I, I immediately thought, you know, JBL needs like his own wiki page. <laughs> like, <laughs> like all the wrong information. <laughs> But it was hilarious. I actually thought it was great. That's
1: cool. But you now I, I DVR that just because uh, I heard that was a really good.
0: I heard the match was one of the. Yeah, it actually was. Who he, I can't remember the.
1: the uh, uh, was it Primo? The Puerto Ricans?
0: Yeah, yes, because yes, he he said he said the, per, the the two guys he said they were world champions out of Puerto Rico, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think they ever held. The world. I think they might have. But, and, and
1: you know what? That, but it
0: had to be. You have to be specific. You yeah, know, it's
1: so it's, funny. Like I I know everybody. Hates Michael Cole and stuff, but you gotta remember, I grew up with announcers who, whenever somebody who looked Latino got into the ring, the commentators say, Well, and this guy was a world Mexican champion in the Latin countries of uh, Mexico. Uh, yeah. And there's a Russian, no, a Mexican leg sweep, uh, you know,
0: just. Well, that's how it always was. Like, even like in the 80s with Lucha, like when Mel Mascaras would show up, it's like, Oh, Mel Mascaras... And then if, they you're lucky, if you're lucky. And he was actually, at least he had, you know, what they said was pretty much true. Yes, because exactly. And that's if you're so cool lucky. The other ones said, no, oh, Mills Mascaras. Yes, but, but it wasn't like like they were lying because he was a world champion. Yeah, oh yeah. He, I mean, who else held the IWH? He still title? holds it, doesn't he? Still, he? I, I think he lost it briefly to Grand Marcus, didn't he? Oh, did he really? And then he won it back or something. During, kind of
1: did the moolah. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think
0: he did that for a while. Like years ago, like in 2000 or something. Yes. I'd like to think he might have done that. I'm not mm-hmm. sure... I can't remember quite but I kind of remember because there's so many belts in, in Mexico it's like fucking ridiculous like all these like UWA World Heavyweight hate- I'm like UWA doesn't even exist anymore why is there <laughs> somebody holding the UWA, the Mexican National the Mexican the the NWA historic did you hear about the whole NWA thing? Yes I did Yeah Oh yeah Do you that, have any that's... inside info on that? What Got happened? Got
1: none exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're hey, a local- you. Actually I do Tell me I can't tell you Okay
1: we have to turn off.
0: Yes, we'll have to. conclude I know this. the inside details,
1: <laughs> but we're I'm, not going to tell anybody. Actually,
0: I don't. I don't really yeah. know.
1: Neither do I.
0: I just know. I just know that. Dave. <laughs> I just know what uh, Dave Marquez and um, who was the other person? Oh, Gabe. Gabe. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that's been a fascinating story. Even
1: though NWA wasn't wasn't isn't what it was. The whole. I hope they just the wrestling hope, business never changes Let's I just put hope it they that way.
0: I just hope they didn't lose sleep over it I mean because I mean I understand when you're under the banner, you mm-hmm. have to be like, oh yes, it's the NWA it's the greatest and all that stuff yeah. but I mean the NWA wasn't that great like but
1: we, we've known a number of different people who've promoted indie shows and it, there's a lot of shows that nobody should lose sleep over, but they do yeah you know they get. I don't know it's, maybe it's just the creative process you get wrapped up in it and the politics I, even if I
0: wrote on Twitter why didn't they just name it N.W.A. Historic from Hollywood <laughs> I,
1: got a Jeff- better, I got a better idea with it being the rest in business it would be called the N.W.A. Histrionic title yeah, you know yeah okay um what, well and that's an interesting thing with Mexico is they've always been big on different weight class titles but it, it, somehow it seemed to really mean something years ago and now it's just like they're they're handed out like
0: candy. There's so many of them. It's like just CMLL alone. They have so many belts. Mm-hmm. It's like even like the like the women have like three belts or something. Like. I don't, do they even have a tag team title? In <laughs> I think they might actually. They, I don't they, even know. It's they should like, they have
1: it be where the wrestler who doesn't have the belt is the one who's who's actually the star because
0: he's, I can only imagine how the fuck is Blue Panther working for them? Remember, I mean, he told me he, so. All these guys have belts. What's that's right? He, he's we, probably like the one guy. He's probably the one guy at the booking meetings like suggesting. He's you know, rolling we, his eyes. Yeah, he's probably like, man, maybe we should get rid of some of these belts. They that's right. For it.
1: what we're talking about is about. Eight years ago, Fredo and I went to a show in City of Industry that uh, where Blue Panther and uh, Dos Caras were wrestling, were wrestling a each great other. Which was great a great match. It was a great match, wonderful match. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, we're talking to Blue Panther. Rather, Fredo's talking to Blue Panther because I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. But uh, all the local wrestlers are walking into the dressing room, and almost all of them have belts over their shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> and Blue Panther asked Fredo, does everybody have a belt here? <laughs> like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. He seems so baffled.
0: <laughs> That's still a, like, I think I can, I kind of wonder if how much involved he is. because there's a lot of young guys getting pushed in CMLL for some reason lately. No, and it's not just the. It's not just the the from those tournaments that mm-hmm. they do. Because it just seems like there's a ridic, There's a way more younger talent moving up in CMLL than before. Like you have Triton. Have you seen Triton? Yes, With I have. The tassels and stuff. That guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's another guy ever since he like he's been on a roll. He hasn't missed a spot like in a while. He hasn't like he's he's another guy missed new Mystico, but I think that was gonna happen no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um Um now the new Mystico, well what's your take on him at this point? Sucks. You- no, <laughs> no, he's alright. I mean uh-huh. he screws up every once in a while, but I mean it's not it, I, I wasn't really expecting mm-hmm. a Mystico to be the level the other Mystico. Right. So it's I mean, like anybody like. who would have taken a spot, because I mean, the guys that they were mentioning as taking a spot wasn't going to be anything that I mean, they could have put like Titan or 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 Triton on in that mask, mm-hmm. and I don't think they would have succeeded because it's like you're replacing somebody who's basically one of the all-time names in for that promotion. Yeah, it'd be course. like it'd be like well, like like Conan was talking about with um, John Cena,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like if he leaves. He's going to have to change his name, which, I, of course, I said John Cena. <laughs> it's like, but, it, you know, you're not going to have, like, John another John Cena show up, like, oh, let's just bring in another guy and call him John Cena. Oh, they exactly. want to know the difference.
1: Well, I remember when Hulk Hogan was first getting the big WWF push, you know, you heard a lot of people naively saying, well, if Hulk Hogan left, who would they get to replace him? Who would look like him? Who? Yeah, so it's like... You know, it, it doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, it it so
0: it's like, that. that's... Yeah, he wears a mask, but there's still it's still like the other Mystico had a little more charisma to him, right? And he was he was wow more po- more polished than than this guy because mm-hmm. this guy's only nineteen years old, so it's like yeah, you know if you look at him now, seeing Cara, you're like oh how did yeah you know?
1: it's it's frustrating because I remember just how great he was at Mystico and you know I, I'll never forget his brief run as a heel in CMLL. Yeah. He was he was a brilliant heel. Yeah, you know that's saying I, I'm not saying that lightly. I'm saying
0: what a great heel he might have been was. better as a heel and then
1: I think he I think he should have stayed a heel I don't know why I don't know if he pulled the they plug sh- if they pulled the plug but he should have stayed heel he was awesome I look at
0: I look at him in WWE and it's like you're just you want it, to scream it's it's kind of funny because when we were talking about Dandy how how everybody says that but even Dandy like WCW gave him like WCW gave their guys at least a chance to like at least look good in the ring you know yeah <laughs> like, yeah you you never complained about. Nobody ever complained how bad the guy looked in the ring. They complained mm-hmm. about how they never got pushed.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you'd see... You'd, I, I remember...
0: You don't hear that about Sin Cara. Nobody says to yeah. Sin Cara, why aren't they pushing him? They're always saying, like, whoa, this guy sucks. Yeah. But look who he's wrestling against. He's exactly. wrestling, like, Ted DiBiase Jr., probably. Or Jinder <laughs> Mahal or some shit like that. Oh. But, like, 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 the other guy... I mean, Ali Park. He had... I mean, he always had great matches in... BCW. Totally, and he 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 had the closest thing to a push in yeah. that they had him
1: do a chair spot and stuff. Yeah, and usually, you know, I don't know. You
0: got to give guys a shot to yeah. make it. They yeah. never even brought in anybody to help them.
1: Now, uh, in closing, we talked about the TV. Of course, I have Time Warner, so the only lucha I get is uh, Galvision on Saturday nights. If there are people out there who have access to the multitudes of wrestling TV and.
0: You, you could pick two shows oh. to watch. I thought you were gonna, ask me. I thought you, were gonna you know you I thought you were gonna ask me? Mm-hmm. What channel are they on? And it's like gosh, no. <laughs> I just had like this whole like discussion on Twitter about um what channel thirteen point two is <laughs> in Mexico. was <laughs> like I don't fucking know. Yeah.
1: No, if, if if you were just gonna off the top of your head, pick two shows that they said are, that you would suggest people watch if they wanted to get a good lucha fix and have a choice It
0: depends to- on what you like. Mhm. It depends on what you like. If you want a, like a story show, a storyline driven show mm-hmm. with at least one good match, you're going to watch a Triple A show. Triple A shows really good. Um if you want just wrestling, you're going to want to watch an IWRG show. Oh, okay. But I mean lately they've I shouldn't say anything bad about them cuz they follow me on Facebook now. <laughs> <laughs> they like me. So um but um I don't know, they use a lot of the. Uh, they use a lot of they use a lot of bad workers now, but they mix, gotcha. they blend them in with you. Still get Negro Navarro and Los Traumas, it's, it's so still, you're still going to get good matches. Like they like, they've always had this this thing, mm-hmm. and I think they accept it. Yes, where it's like the they're always going to have like a bad match, on top, but they, right. or or like somewhere in there because of the star names, the big names, but they're always going to have like at least one good match where you're going to be like. Okay, that's good. And then they're going to have the undercard, which is pretty solid, too. Oh, very Ch- good. Chicano and all those golden So magic. if you watch
1: something, if you, if you turn on their show, there will be something yeah. you'll like. And then with CMLL,
0: good. you probably can't go wrong with Cadena 3. Mm-hmm. Of course, they had that one bad women's match, but I mean, come on. Yeah. Don't, don't hate me for anywhere. that. Yeah, don't <laughs> hate me for that. And the Fox Sports show.
1: Okay, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I think we covered quite a bit tonight. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about Ray Dosa Jr. And oh, we can't close the show without talking about that. You must tell us about that.
0: Uh, they're, this Tajiri's new promotion, um, I think it's Wrestling New Classic, WNC.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they booked Ray Mendoza Jr., Viano 5, for a match against Fit Finley. It already happened. It happened today. Earlier, yes. I guess yesterday over there. Uh, but before that, they had a press conference. The, I haven't seen the match, but the press conference is great. I put it on my... It's on my website. If you go on the Lucha World website, you'll find it. On the Perusu... One of the Perusu reports. Um, or whatever you call it. Perusu or... Perule Yeah. Actually, the Japanese report. <laughs> just to piss everybody off. Like, dude, you can't even. I marvel at that one show on Figure 4. Um, the Adam and Mike show. They just say the Japanese names like... Hey Kawhi. you know the the well, heart, they
1: when i when I remember a few years ago hearing David Span's interview with ross Hart uh-huh. and whenever he talked about Japanese restaurants in the past, he remember not only did he remember the names of these really obscure guys, but he had the pronunciation down
0: yeah, yeah, and I marvel that people could do that like but I guess it's i mean hey i I, I can say the Spanish name, so yeah, one more do you want <laughs> but um on the on there there's a video of um the press conference it's just like a two three minute video clip. And to sitting very uncomfortably in between between them, and um, Finley Finley's going to start the 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 press conference talking. He puts down the microphone and just stares, and just like you know gives this big old sigh of really like. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and Raymond Dawson Jr. Is on the other side, kind of smiling. <laughs> you know, he's he's one of those. He's he. I, you've seen him without the mask. He's a very like jovial. jovial. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Well, he has his, he has he, he has, has his, the
0: scars and shit, but and he has his father's smile. Yeah, so he's he's very smile. He's a very happy guy. Yes. So um, oh, watch it. Oh, it ended. It ended as as, <laughs> as <laughs> no, we're, good. Uh, we're good. He um, <laughs> it's funny. Finley just Finley ends up like he starts with a you know who I am. And Raymond was like, "Yes, I know who you are. You're you're Finley." <laughs> like, like, I think he thinks it's like a conversation. Like, right. like, like, like Finley's cutting a promo, and Raymond was like, "Yeah, I know who you are. You're your Finley. Remember we went to WCW or something." <laughs> And he's like, you know who I am? He's like, and, and so they they do this whole thing where 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 they're talking about it's going back and forth about Raymond does You know who I am? <laughs> it's like it's like yes, I know. I'm pretty sure Mimi Finley doesn't even know who he is. <laughs> and um, I, he's probably like, yeah, you were in that garbage. Remember that trash? The garbage, yeah, the garbage uh, tournament garbage, that the, the, Finley it, won and got hurt yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. The, I think two. I think even Viano Five might have been one of the guys who got hurt in that, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Somebody, one of the Mexicans got hurt. And um, Silver King was the one. Silver King. Oh, was okay. One. And uh, so then they get up to like do the pose, like in, in like MMA and boxing. Like the stare down. Yeah, pose. the stare down. Yeah. And, and 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 Phil is like, "Do you know I'm the best in the world?" And Raymond Dosa Jr. is like, "No, I'm the best in the world." But like with that smile, and like, <laughs> I, thought the, I thought I just thought the back and forth between them was great. I'm pretty. sure, I mean, Raymond Dosa Jr. is actually not that bad. You know, he could have his moments where he's like the shittiest worker, but he's. I think he's all right, but he can you still know.
1: turn it on when yeah, he needs to. Yeah, he can still to. do it.
0: That's awesome. I think it depends on what you like in Lucha. Like I say, it depends on what you like in wrestling. Apples and oranges, yeah. and you know, if you hate Raymond Dosa, you're going to hate him in this. Yeah, exactly.
1: And yeah, the the older get older, I get the more open minded I am to there do is things, so you
0: know. many Lucha guys going to Japan now. A lot of Mexicans going to Japan now.
1: Well, it's like there's such a Japan Lucha connection. Ever,
0: I mean, so that's why I'm covering there's, there's, it now.
1: There's been a number of you know, going going way back when there would be. Wrestlers yeah, from there Mexico were, going to like Japan, you know whether it's Kinect or Prairie But it seemed like around 1990 when uh, the UWF promotion, at yeah, least, and then, in my eyes, that's when the whole Lucha Japan yeah, cause connection it kind of, it kind of, really
0: started. It kind of it kind of became, um, and then like in around 2000 or 2000, like later in like in the 2000s, you didn't really see a lot of the back and forth with Japan and Mexico. Mm-hmm. You'd see it with New Japan and, and 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 CMLL and maybe some other places. But it wasn't... It like, now it's like... Like, like yeah, Ricky Marvin's been there for, the, like, the longest yes. time. Super Crazy's there now. Ray Mendoza just went. The CML AAA... Con- CMLL New Japan Connection yes. has... Like, Mascara Dorada and Averno and Felino are over there right now. Um, Solar Sun is over there.
1: Oh, very cool.
0: I think Pantera Sun was there for a while, too. Um, who else is over there? There's been, like, a Dark... Sarah Stock is over there right now, Dark Angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she She's still getting... She's still well. CML stopped. That's another big story that was going on. CML kept booking, um, kept um, plugging her as being on shows. Oh, and she wasn't going to be there. So people started saying, "Hey, you know, she's not going to be there." So they started asking like Apollo uh, Dantes and all uh-huh. these, all these people like, "Is she going to be there?" And and finally they would be like, "No, she's not going to be there. It's going to be somebody else." Uh-huh. It's like of course, you know. Yeah, let's replace Sarah Stock with Yuvia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what? That's funny because that's one of the things wrestling always did. If somebody was out of the promotion, they'd keep billing them for months and months. Where now, well, you know you what? Can't it, get away from you know that. why
0: they do it is if they leave, mm-hmm. they prove that they actually work. Like if there's ever like a problem between mm-hmm. them, they can still prove that they were still getting booked. Oh, so it's not like a they. St- I think they started that with one of the guys who I think it might have been. I don't know if it was Tony Rivera, mm-hmm. but it was around that time. Remember Dr. X they were still promoting. Yes. Ooh, he got, he got He died but <laughs> you know Local Max I don't think they did that with Local Max. Local Max left, did you know that? Mhm. Yeah, Local Max isn't part of CML anymore. I'm sure you're disappointed. Totally. You're like who the fuck is Devastated. Local Max? You're, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like who the fuck's Local Max? <laughs> did you ever see him? The I, yeah, I've seen him but yeah, he didn't. Okay. Yeah, he left cuz he wasn't getting booked. I'm surprised more guys haven't left because, I mean, there's so many guys in in CMLL that it's like, you kind of think at some point there's going to be less work for them.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, how is it though? I, I mean, with a lot of guys, are they generally getting good bookings or is it Depends. uneven or, you know?
0: It's hard to figure out. Yeah. I think I would actually have to, like, take notes. <laughs> 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 like, if, number crunch... I think that's something cubs fan one of these days
1: we'll have a special lucha world episode it's going to be the notes episode where both of us take notes and we're going to compress everything into a 30 minute show and and it's going to blow some people's minds but it won't blow anybody's mind as much as it blows our minds
0: i think it would be hilarious like and i've tried like taking notes like when i do the lucha world 100 Mm -hmm. so difficult to just to keep track of all that stuff it's like if it's if I if if Chris Zellner and a um, Cubs mm-hmm. fan weren't weren't around and Rob doing all this other stuff, I don't think anybody like one person couldn't do it. I, I,
1: yeah. Well, you know it's funny. I have to take notes when Steve, I watch. If I'm going to talk about a match, yeah. I find I have to take notes nowadays. Where there'll there'll be matches I remember from the early '80s that I kind of would just watch and remember, but for yeah. some reason, I get I guess because I watch enough stuff that how are you going to remember it all? Yeah. And
0: it's
1: again, like my short-term memory mm-hmm. as I get older. Anyway, this has been a fun episode.
0: And finally, cool. big, Kurt's thoughts on Big Daddy. <laughs> Begrudgingly, big... I think he should be in. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Brian Brown, Kurt Alvarez. <laughs> Kurt Alvarez. I have not heard that. Traitor. I
1: have not heard that podcast yet. You've turned. And I bet. say it, but you know what? I I I voted. I didn't vote him in just because I think there were ten people. Well, you know what? The thing yeah.
0: is, you you really haven't seen him. I've seen him. Oh, you've you because you on actually me on
1: YouTube—the world of sports stuff—is all available.
0: And you've now. actually done some research on him, like. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It? Well, I. Uh, how something I something I let, something let never, me
0: ask you: mm-hmm. How much do you have to be like, as far as knowing about something, to actually vote for it, like in the for the Hall of Fame? Like, how how into it do you have to be, like? Because I mean, some people are voting for Lucha, who I don't think really follow Lucha.
1: Well, people, I, I, I will be so, okay, one, if Dr. Wagner Sr. does not make it into the Hall of Fame, I question who is representing Mexico, who yeah. are the voters representing,
0: because because
1: sixty be, 60%, he should automatically be in, it shouldn't be, it, that
0: should be, that should be you, Tanae, <laughs> it should not even <laughs> should be up for the vote, that should be like, there's like 10 people, like 8 of you or 9 of you, maybe one of you or two of you forgot, or had him, like, as your Yeah, but, but
1: if, if I found out he got, what, 30% of the ballot, I'd crawl. I would cry fraud and say, who are the goons who yeah. didn't vote for it? Anybody who understands Lucha, knows Lucha history, knows how significant Dr. Wagner was. We're talking about, you know, you, you talk about him, uh, Angel Blanco, El Solitario. Yeah. I mean, El Solitario, a lot of his elevation was with the help of Angel Blanco and Dr. Yeah, Wagner. Yeah, the whole is A lot of key matches he was involved in. I so I you know I I honestly I'd love to say I know exactly how the Hall of Fame works, but I don't quite understand it. I don't think my vote for Big Daddy should count. I know some about British wrestling. Okay, this is how nerdy a fan I was when I was in my teens. I actually subscribed to Ring Sport magazine. From oh England. really? Yes.
0: So you actually should actually vote for British Republicans.
1: Yeah, and it's not that there's much depth in those magazines, but I mean, I remember reading that. Just because
0: to- you, I'm like, yo, you subscribe, oh, you should. <laughs> 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 I subscribe to PWI. Well, the, the
1: articles, the articles I, were I,
0: all, should, I should vote for Georgia Wrestling because I, or, or people from other parts, because I, I subscribe to PWI. Yeah, for, well,
1: well, but the Ringspart Magazine, the articles were like half a page long. Yeah. I mean, I mean... The pro wrestling, the bill after magazines looked like War and Peace in length compared to ring sport. Uh, but okay. still, I read about Dynamite Kid when he was like a skinny little thing. Yeah. And, you know, Big Daddy. And I remember even then looking at Big Daddy saying, this guy's like it. But, um, uh, I mean, he was way over. And, of course, his family owned the promotion. So that had a lot to do with
0: it. But still...
1: Uh. You can own the promotion and try to push somebody to the stars. And if they don't have that sort <laughs> yeah. of something, they don't. I mean, have
0: there's it. proof with um, Gulis.
1: Exactly, yeah, exactly. George Gulis, the territory. Jarrett.
0: The, Jarrett yeah. wasn't really the big. Draw exactly, in. and with
1: George Gulis, the territory died because he was so convinced his son was the champ.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But I have a, I have a friend who actually lived for England in, for three or four years. Uh, I think he was like, I think he's like preteen or something like that. And he's somebody who watches, who's watched a lot of wrestling and really appreciates, like, the great workers, uh, especially during the WCW period with Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, and, mm-hmm. uh, but he just, without Alarkness. shame, said, I love Big Daddy. And Larkness. <laughs> <Alarkness. laughs> was that Giant no, no, Haystacks? That, that was Giant Haystack. Haystacks. That was Giant yes. Well, but no, he, when he lived in England, he said his favorite thing in wrestling was Big Daddy. And he acknowledged he wasn't a great wrestler, but he said he just absolutely loved him. And he wasn't the only one. I mean, the general... I know Here's the my question. All hated him. Yeah.
0: Wrestling Observer, Observer Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Cat Weasel. Yes! Would he be in?
1: <laughs> I'd vote him in. Nobody else no. would,
0: but I would. You're going to write him in Cat Weasel. <laughs> you should write him in, like, with pen. Cat Weasel. He's in
1: the Vandal Drummond Hall yeah. of Fame. He's in the Incredibly Strange Hall of Fame.
0: Cat Weasel was based off... You know, okay. I was looking for uh, Cat Weasel, and there's this guy who has two DVDs to this set of Cat Weasel. I was like, holy shit. No way! Yeah, I, I want it. I yeah, want I it. I was laughing. No, know, it was like...
1: funny, because he was he was based on a character in a science fiction series in the 1970s. Oh, really? About a guy named Cat Weasel who travels, uh, who's from, like, five centuries ago and accidentally travels through time into the modern day and befriends... Uh, like some kid who kind of they they kind of like take care of each other.
0: Did you hear the story about? um I don't know if you heard. Um, I guess it might have been William Regal mm-hmm. who was showing um Ricky Steamboat footage, and he showed him um, Cat Weasel.
1: No, I didn't hear this. Cat,
0: I think it was Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat was like marking out for Cat Weasel.
1: I marked that from when I saw him, in... in and I was again, like, "Wow!" Again, Ring Sport Magazine. I saw photos of this guy. He's this guy who looked like Fagan from Oliver Twist. Yeah. I'm just like, this guy's awesome. And yeah. when I finally saw footage of him, he wasn't much of a warrior. Yeah, yeah. But you could tell people loved him because I remember, um, was it Mick McManus he wrestled? I Mick mean, McManus who was a top heel. And Mick yeah. M- McManus actually gave him a fall. And England, unlike Mexico, there, there were a lot of two straight fall matches. Like if there was a jobber and a top guy, they'd just do the match in two straight falls. Mm-hmm. But... You know, so, so I, I I guess people were pretty fond of him. Um, in fact, I remember reading a book on British wrestling about 10, 12 years ago where it's all the old-timers talk. Oh, look
0: at you, reading a book on British He's wrestling. He's
1: British. <laughs> I, felt, I felt quite refined when I read it. But no, one, I can't remember which wrestler it was, but one of the older wrestlers was, was... Saying, "Oh, we're getting older and it's sad," and he just mentioned, "Well, Cat Cat, cat Weasel passed away recently." He just sounded really sad that Cat Weasel was oh. gone. So he wasn't like a top worker, but it sounds like everybody yeah. was, very, was had a great affection for him. Yeah,
0: he st- he he was one. The, he's he stands out. Like I think that yes, it's it's one of those things where somebody has a cool gimmick. He's going to stand out. Compared to like somebody who was in.
1: And you know me as much as I love great workers, pro wrestling is about ambience for me. And I mean Titane in Elring, ring, Argentina. That's some of my favorite stuff. And none of us based on work rate. I mean, so Cat Weasel, yeah, he's yeah. in my Hall of Fame.
0: Better than Big Daddy. <laughs> I,
1: I put him over Big Daddy any day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm,
0: I don't have. I don't really. I have n- I don't really care either way. I love how it. you gotta listen to it because Dave says he doesn't care and he's like still like arguing with. I have Brian. to hear this. I, I, I But I'm I was just at... I was just like laughing the whole time. Like, I have it downloaded. Great. I'm looking yeah. forward to listening to it's it. It's a really good it's show. It's
1: gonna be good. For...
0: Yeah.
1: Well, uh, I think it's a, this is the longest Lucha World we've done. Haven't is it? We? I think. And well, maybe the Superboy one was. Um, that was pretty long. Yeah, that was long, but had a lot of fun. It's like and... six
0: hours long. <laughs> 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 did, did this match the the, the Dave and uh, Dylan's podcast for three hours?
1: <laughs> no.
0: our, our Bix is four-hour marathon. Let's see how
1: long are we. It's oh well. I think it's probably a good time to wrap it up because we're at the one hour thirty-four minute oh, and shit. forty-five second mark. So, for those of you who've uh, stayed through the whole podcast, a huge thank you. We think you guys rock, um, and we look forward to being back for the tenth edition lucha world
0: (laughs) you can't remember you can't remember which number (laughs) this is
1: number nine yes i think so number nine yes number nine we will see you folks really soon